Nope, the only uh, only meme I'm going to be reenacting tonight is Whopper Whopper Chicken Whopper Something Something Whopper Whopper BK Hey, have, have it your way. way. Let's okay. go. Let's go. It's yours. Who? Um, all right. And one, a two, one, two, three. Let's get it on. Club. I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready for the pay per view right now. <laughs> you ready? Did you just pull that UFC uh, music montage yeah. out of uh, out of thin air? Good but, on you. Better believe it, brother. I know nobody does that in the UFC, but UFC could use more brothers being thrown around. Definitely here more brothers. We're trying. Let's mix it up, Stephen. We're Especially trying- with women fighting, they need to call them out as brothers. <laughs> yes, this is the punch drunk love year for the real rotten podcast, and we've done the love. 2023. We've done the drunk. It's time to do the punch. We need to ex- up the punches. We're up in the punches. We're, no punches are being pulled in this podcast. No PPPs are being pulled in this podcast. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, for the Never Back Down episode of Real Rotten. Wow. So what are we not ba- never not backing down from? It's never giving up and never backing down. Oh, I thought we were never backing down that we are the quintessential podcast where we rate movies 25% under our Rotten Tomatoes. This is Real Rotten. That's Nick. I'm Steven. Couldn't have said it better myself. Hello. Hello. Uh, we are we are a 90-minute podcast. Hard cut at 90. Unlike, unlike this, this movie. <laughs> unlike this movie. Uh, and unlike joining us, movie. <laughs> joining us, Mr. Butt Rock himself, the guy who rocks the butts from the West Coast to the East Coast, from the Best Coast to the Nose Coast. The hooba stankiest of them all. Alex is here. Great. Hey, Alex. I thought it was someone cooler. I'm going to get you to like butt rock if it's the last thing I do, Stephen. Uh, joke's on you. I already did. <laughs> and, uh, okay. and, I, and I turned 15. That's the difference. If liking butt rock, butt rock is illegal, throw us in fucking jail. Put me on death row, it's motherfucker. It's the superior <laughs> genre. <laughs> if love and creed is wrong, I don't want to yeah. be right. What's your last? American did not like butt rock. Uh, when they throw you on death row, Alex, for liking butt rock, what's going to be the last? Instead of the last meal, they give you a last butt rock song. Mm. What's going to be the song you listen to right before they uh, they shoot your lights out? <laughs> oh, easy. So cold by Breaking Benjamin, dude. Wow, so cold. so cold. That's a good one. I'm um, being, being dead. Did you play yeah. um, MX Freestyle a lot as a child? Because that's I played SXX Tricky. Because <laughs> that that's no, it's uh, motocross. <laughs> oh. I got uh, introduced to Breaking Benjamin and Halo 2. That's so Cold is, uh, um, oh, I'm thinking of a different one. I'm thinking of Cold by um, Out Cold. Oh, the Crossfade. Yeah, the, band, the band Cold. No, there's too. the band Cold, and then there's the song Cold by Crossfade. We're going to play that as the outro track. <laughs> cold the, the, for you, I'm sorry, there's I so never much, got there's it so right. Much, uh, 
<laughs> There's so many low temperatures in the butt rock world, yeah. man. Yeah, so you gotta was... you gotta warm those icy hearts with a with a <laughs> uh, tropical uh, island song. I, yeah, I always thought the wor- warmest part of your body was your butt, but it turns out it might be the coldest. Mm, could be. I mean, Depending. yeah, in this weather. Coldest part of a rock is the butt, though. That's true. That's true. It is cold weather right now. We are uh, we are coming to you. We are on vacation at the moment. Everybody here is on vacation. Uh, Stephen is oh on a, a special vacation. Um, we are we skipped the March first podcast. We were uh, we're celebrating the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Shelby getting married to our our good friend Stephen. Uh, so we did take one episode off, and this is going to be coming to you on the fifteenth. Uh, post Oscars, so no movie news because we don't want to. We don't want to be dated. No spoilers. We don't want to be dated. We know Oscars are just happened. Uh, the biggest night in film. A lot of people say. Yeah. P- plenty of people say that. Yeah. Who do you think is going to win? Uh, this is your your only prediction time. You're going to. Oh, have. my only prediction. Um, I mean, after just recently watching it, um, I'm not. Hmm. Uh, best picture. I want. Our po- our our uh, our movie to win the podcast movie yeah yow 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 but um I don't know it may not win because it's getting so much buzz there's so much happening yeah it's it could be one of those movies that seems like a lock and I then feel it, like they're gonna give it to Spielberg with Fablemans Fablemans have you seen it Ugh. No, I haven't seen it uh, it is uh, weird mm-hmm. <laughs> it's also one of those movies that people either lo- like there's a lot of people that don't get that movie man Spielberg. I've, I've talked to somebody recently no the everything everywhere all at once oh yeah 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 like I talked to somebody recently he's like I don't get I didn't like it and I'm like why she's like I just didn't get it I'm just like okay I can't help you <laughs> if that didn't do anything for you <laughs> right yeah so. it's not a great at home movie uh because it's a good cinematic you might jump yeah. you might jump out of it on your phone for a second and mm. then just be like I lost me. Yeah. yeah, I get that. Yeah, you can't just be half watching it. You have to be yeah, yeah, watching yeah. it the whole time. I get that. Uh, it's not a la- it's not a laundry movie. Fable Fablemans is is an interesting movie in that it's literally about uh, Steven Spielberg's mom hooking up with their family best friend while they're all a family together. Hell yeah! It's it's a cuck movie. Yeah, people don't know that. Yeah, it'd be it family would be, fun. It would be the maybe the second. Cuck movie to win Best Picture, so mm. maybe it's got that going for it. What's the other one? Shape of Water? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's got, I'm just assuming that a cuck movie is a oh for sure Oscar at some point. L.A. Confidential, probably. Okay, there um, you go. The the dark horse for for it all though, uh, for sure best best actress. Um, this movie will win, but it's a dark horse t- to possibly win Best Picture. Tar, Tar, Kate Blanchett's like a lot. Well, she's fallen out of being a lock. Who's the lock? Now Michelle Yeoh's the... Uh, the oh, the that's why it's going to go to Kay Blanchett. That's why. Tar, another movie that wins the Best Picture Oscar that nobody's going to fucking see. Tar's a... Uh, I saw Tar. Tar's a very <laughs> captivating movie. Tar is good. No, but like, what was it? Like The Green Book? Did anybody watch that movie? I saw Old it. white people watch that <laughs> yeah, movie. A lot that's of white for people. sure. Yeah. Well, a lot of white, white people nobody. love that movie. Yeah, um, nobody. Sexual assault making big making big waves this year in cin- in the cinematic world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Not on this podcast. Uh, there is no sexual assault in this movie. Just regular assault. Uh, a lot of regular assault in Never Back Down. Some emotional assault. We are going back in time. The year was two thousand eight. The uh, the month was March fourteenth. It was a very specific time in cinematic history. We're mm-hmm. going to get into all of that uh, on this podcast. 15 years old. 
I was not 15. I was uh, I was older. Than You're 15. almost 18. I was almost 18. We were we were the prime subjects for this movie, but we're going to talk about all that on, on the no, other side. No, you were 18, Nick. I, well, I was 18. I was 18. 18 I can't believe 19. I was 18. I thought that I was like 16 or 17. Okay. Yeah, well, well that ch- that changes the podcast. I was legal adult. I was responsible for my actions. Unlike yay, all these school. Unlike all these high schoolers <laughs> getting in brawls. You mean these 25 year olds. <laughs> yes. Fleeing high schoolers. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna talk about all of it on the other side. Uh, but first, let's get a little taste of the movie from 2008. Never back down. People who come here for the wrong reasons can never last. Jake Tyler fought the world. No fighting outside the gym or you're out. Until one man. You're so sad on many people control the outcome. Gave him something bigger to fight for. Get Still sure it's worth it? When lose, it makes no difference. This is my fight. On March 14th. Never back down. Come on. Never back down. Waited PG-13. March 14th. Um, I'll tell you what aged the worst out of that trailer. What? Trapped, headstrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they're terrible. It'll take you on, Mister Mister Trapped, dude. You gotta look at that up if you haven't seen that. That guy lost his mind. Yeah, It'll take on anyone. He's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Same person. Headstrong's probably my favorite butt rock song. Yeah, it's the worst band of the worst yeah. individuals, uh, human beings of all time. <laughs> Are they bad? They're bad guys. Oh man, they're terrible. Oh, big uh, anti-vaxxers, big oh. uh, big Trump supporters. Wow. Yeah, they're from Los Gatos. Los Gatos, California. Los Gatos guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. White privilege central. Wow, we might. I might have to rethink Headstrong then. Lo, uh, Los Gatos. Yeah, what, a, what, a, what a hard life they must have had. <laughs> the word all. Oh, no wonder so angry. They grew up in Los Gatos. They were trying yeah. to tell us that they were. Ready to take on anyone. They know that we are wrong. Headstrong, Including headstrong. minorities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <so. laughs> um, wow. I, I grew up on the Scatters uh, border uh, in my early childhood. Mm, so debatable. I probably ran across those guys sometimes. Hey, I'll tell you this much. Uh, Los Gatos, most icely, you won't find any uh, any more scum and villainy of, uh, of the galaxy anywhere <laughs> yeah, else. That sounds about right. Uh, 20% on Rotten Tomatoes never back down, God. If you don't know the movie we're talking about, it's the fighting movie from 2008. It's the mixed martial arts movie from 2008. It kind of took the world by storm, if I remember correctly. I think you're misremembering it. <laughs> okay. Um, it, it tried. You it don't remember was this having a footprint at all? Heavily, heavily marketed movie. Um, so yes. 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 Um, but it wasn't in my wheelhouse uh, because uh, I'm a purist. When yeah. It, what it about your to, roundhouse? When it comes to combat movies, uh, you're fired. <laughs> Okay, let's uh let's go back in time. So so mm-hmm. I, we're all uh, around eighteen. I saw this movie in theaters. Yep, with three friends. Wow. Uh, Chris, the- Chris, shout out to Christian Spencer, and I want to say the last one was MJ Waddy, a, a friend of the podcast, Mike Waddington. Wads? No. This is a big Waddington movie, no question. And uh, we we saw this. We we came out of the theater and we said, "Let's fucking go." We said, we're going to Christian's Garage. He's got some gloves. We're running a fight club in Christian's Garage. No rules except that uh, no punching of the head or face. Mm. (laughs) And uh, we had a little boxing, a sparring sesh for for about an hour or two. So shout out to Christian Spencer. And uh, me and Spencer fought, I think. Nobody broke their hands. Nobody broke their hands. Nobody got injured. Uh, Surprising. Some tempers flared. Some tempers flared. That's for <laughs> sure. But uh, overall, positive experience. And I will never forget. That's one of the 
the movie experience, movie going experiences I remember uh, uh, <laughs> for the rest of my life was seeing Never Back Down. Unreal. So weird. Yeah. Uh, on the exact opposite end of that spectrum, I remember being 18 years old and watching Red Belt. And that's oh, another martial arts movie. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That was actually primo. Well, not so much nowadays with David Mamet, but um, it's pretty good. It's a great movie. It's got Tim Allen and David Mamet, so it's kind of problematic nowadays. And uh, but it's got Chiwetel. Chiwetel and playing the Ford, playing the lead. Excellent, excellent. Okay, so you're you were already a mixed martial arts guy all in before. 2008 all in baby i didn't think i don't think that i really knew what it was so i think that's why it was so easy for right. me to like get into it yeah what about what about this movie immediately did you see it in theaters no no i've never <laughs> seen this movie you've never seen this movie this is the first time I, well i take that back i watched the first 30 minutes of it in 2009 and <laughs> this watched, had to have been away. on t- this was on tv a lot Big Steven, TBS no movie. Way yeah, yeah. Uh, big TBS movie. Yeah. Still didn't watch it. Refused to watch it because it's so bad. And we're going to talk about how justified I am in that belief. Alex, did you uh, see this in theaters? Seems like your type I of movie. <laughs> definitely saw this in theaters. Absolutely obliterated. And Yikes. I thought it was awesome at the time. So, yeah. Uh, different different experience this time watching it did, did you put in extra big gauges after this one you were just like let's go i gotta i gotta, si- I gotta he said i gotta size up i gotta size up that definitely was the the um peak of my gauges you know i was at double zero at that point no so. you weren't yeah oh, yeah it was horrible yeah big old floppy booty ears yep basically so yeah yes. man like did you have to get surgery to get those fixed no, double zero is not as big as you would think it is. But oh, I, I definitely know people that got like so big that you have, have, have crusty old grandma's for earlobes now. That's weird. So, yeah. Cut that part out. Cut that part out, please. Uh, audience <laughs> agrees. Audience agrees with Steven, 34%. Uh, one out of three people, that, that tracks more, but it's still bad. It's It shouldn't be that high. But Out of the audience that went that to see this, I would assume that more of them were. I, I would have thought this was would be in the 50s. Yeah, if you had asked me before, for sure. Yeah, I bet it was in the fifties, like ten years ago. Yeah, and then it maybe, probably went down. Maybe on yeah. the revisit, it goes down. I could after I could, it aired on TBS for nonstop. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh, this yeah. movie's a piece of shit. Or it's like my son maybe turned into Amber Heard haters too. My, my, maybe, my son turned into an even bigger piece of shit after this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ron Tomato said, though not without its pleasures, never back down. Faithfully adheres to every imaginable fight movie cliche. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's. Spot What's, on. Nothing's wrong with that. Nothing's wrong with that. <laughs> basically, there just needs to be a, a more uh, one, one or two more deaths in between, and then yeah, it's basically everything. Yeah, movie I think there just there needed to be there. There could have been another level this movie, but we we didn't quite get there. Uh, yeah. My blurb is from Wesley Morris from the Boston. Club. Hey, our guy Wes. Wes. The movie is just a cheesy, preposterous, semi-eroticized way of yelling "fight, fight" when two people go at it in a school cafeteria. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. that all tracks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a hundred percent. It really captures two thousand eight, the birth of YouTube, mm-hmm. the beginning of yep. uh, World Star. Yep. Mm-hmm. People were people would yell that in the uh, people yell that in the theater for this movie. Bedazzled t-shirts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Bedazzled mm-hmm. pants. Bleach tips. Tap out. Yeah. Bleached, yeah. Affliction. Yeah. There was no tap out, thank God, in this movie, but there was affliction everywhere. In There's this tap movie. out gloves, oh, but yeah, that was it. Definitely. That was yeah, it. Definitely. Just tap out gloves. We didn't have to look at any of those logos. Yeah. Alex, did you have a blurb? Yeah, I actually uh, went the positive route. <laughs> this guy, uh, Armand White from the New York Press. Oh, Armand. He said, like, maybe Armand it's White. just. 
Armin White. So maybe it's just a genre picture, but scene after scene in Never Back Down displays vitality and wit. This is the year's first good-looking and fully enjoyable American movie. That dude went 6 to 12 as soon as the curtains <laughs> yeah. came on this movie. The real rotten meter, uh, 6 to midnight, he, he is full midnight. For sure. Threat I mean, level it is midnight. a pretty American movie when you think it. Just like very glorified violence. In all the bad just ways. Very, yeah, yeah, all the bad shit, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Keep it short and sweet. My guy Jim Lane from the Sacramento News and Review. Jeff Wadlow's direction is disorderly. Yes. It very, very Agre- disjointed. Agreed that the direction was probably the worst part about this movie. Yeah. Uh, direction, cinematography, which is probably the same. Yeah, I could use some help. Uh, another guy who liked it, though. Roper on in there. Giving all the rope-a-dope. Big old rope-a-dope. Uh, Roper said, I laughed so much at the litany of cliches that I finally had to admit I was entertained from start to finish by this cheesy knockoff. I wish this movie was um, so bad it's good, but it's not. It's so bad it's bad. <laughs> Roper, Roper liked it. He had a good time. Roper Roper misses more than he hits compared to Raj. <laughs> I'm just here to say that when when to... Roper came on the scene, Raj um, Raj is a story guy, and I don't know if he would have he would have gotten along with this story to yeah. be honest. Yeah, big plot, big plot guy. Um, yeah, but uh, uh, while we're while we're here, we might as well get factual. Uh, in the shack in the shacksicles, it's the KJX Spec Tech starring Tick Tech. Directed by Jeff Wadlow. Jeff Wadlow, who did the sequel to Kick-Ass, um, also did... Uh, right, one of Quentin Tarantino's favorite movies of the year. Kick-Ass 2? Yeah. Oh, who would have knew? I still haven't seen that. Uh, the Fantasy Island remake from 2020. And it wasn't even a remake. Um, Truth or Dare? I don't know that movie. Do you know Truth or Dare? Yeah, I do. I have seen part of it. Mm. It's a horror movie. It's exactly what you think it is. Got it. And then True Memoirs of an International which Assassin, is which is a movie you don't remember until you look right. at the picture of it. Yeah. And you know, remember that's a Netflix movie starring it's Kevin James. Kevin yeah. James. Yeah. Okay. Now I remember. Yeah. yeah okay. Got it. And got then it. you're like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That's a future contender. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Alex. Uh, written by Chris Haunty or Howdy. Chris Howdy. Chris Howdy or Howdy? Uh, Howdy bro- Couture? Broke into Hollywood by writing Homeward Bound 2 Lost in San Francisco. Okay. Uh, this is a relevant segue because so, I just found this out. Are you aware of the shadow theory in the original Homeward Bound? Uh, shadow was replaced by uh, Alien? <laughs> <laughs> the theory is at the very end. I only know this the because- Shadow dies? The, so the theory is at the end of Homeward Bound- when Shadow's like limping across to meet the family, he like dies in that moment, and all of him reuniting Peter, with the family, Peter, Peter. him reuniting with the family is him like in heaven. <laughs> what? Yeah. I just saw an interview with Jonathan Majors, and Jonathan Majors, huge Homeward Bound stand, big Homeward Bound, started guy. crying when the when the journalist told him that. <laughs> Incredible. I fucking barbecued was the person who came up with that theory, dude. That's Jesus a hell of a Christ. theory. That's wow. a fucking crazy ass theory. I'm gonna rewatch it. I I think that I, yeah, they, I haven't seen it tracks. so long. Maybe I'm a shadow guy now. Chance as a kid, of course, you gotta be a chance guy. Yeah. I, I was never a cat guy as a child, but maybe mm. maybe now I'm more of a sassy. You You're know, for sure, sassy. Sally Field, right? Wasn't yeah, Sally, Sally Field. Field sassy? Yeah. Who who was Chance? Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox, and then I, Shadow was some, God. Some old guy's voice. Shut Peter. Peter. Uh, Henry Fonda. <laughs> I don't know. He's old. It was too far. It was just too old. Oh, Peter, honey. (laughs) 
Peter. Shadow! Oh, Peter. I worried about you so. Don Amici. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don Amici, my guy. Wow. Yeah. Who would have thought? Not me. Uh, notable, notable crew. All right. Notable crew. Julianne Jordan. Julianne um, Jordan. You, supervised the music on this movie. She won a Grammy for uh, Best Soundtrack. For Stars Born. For Stars Born. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Also did uh, Cocaine Bear. Yeah. Have you seen it yet? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, I really want to. Uh, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> uh, not going to the movies, unfortunately. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, maybe. Uh, hey, maybe. Uh, Cocaine maybe, bear. Cocaine bear. Maybe Friday night. Is there an AMC downtown set? <laughs> <laughs> who oh, needs a rehearsal? A screening. Who needs a rehearsal yeah. dinner? Not me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's the rehearsal. It's at the Esquire, and yeah, we're yeah, watching. Yeah, uh, yeah, just be like, watching uh, Cocaine Bear and IMAX. <laughs> Got that's, everybody party you know, favors. <laughs> that seems like that seems like a proper way to kick off a wedding. I mean, I that's how I would kick off my wedding, but you don't see me being all the, selfish. No, Nick, we're watching Pirates of the Caribbean before your wedding. You must right? start believing in ghost stories, Mister Oder. You in one? Cut all this out. Actors, uh, but shout out to Julianne Jordan who 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 made a butt rock soundtrack, mm-hmm. but then. Yep. Went on to bigger and better things. Yeah, good for her. For one, uh, one of fucking, in some, one of fucking uh, Grammy. Good for her, yeah. Julianne Jordan. Yeah, started from the bottom. Sprinkled in some very, uh, very timely 2008, 2009 hip hop. Yeah, she's in here too. Like stronger by Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I distinctly, re- I don't know if they lost the music right, but I distinctly remember in the music the first time I heard that soul, or not the first that the Soldier Boy song. I remember they played that shit in the final fight scene, and it wasn't in the streaming version. So oh, they the must rock. Have lost the la- yeah, no, it, it was at the beginning of the the where you thought they were gonna fight, right? But then they. They uh, they the audible yeah, okay, yeah. okay cuz I yeah I, when when it was the rock yeah, version of Children yeah. when Cam Gagan was walking up <laughs> they yeah. were just they were like yeah. oh, oh, oh my mistake it was it was Taylor drinking too much lean oh fucking i'm sorry it was up, it was dude. taylor yes. if we look up on this giant screen i made a mistake it's that supposed to be taylor idiot. not tyler so fucking dumb. that guy God, oh it. we need to we need to bring up that guy um but go ahead Na- name <laughs> anyway. us the other actors alex all right like so number, you know the leading man the, the man of the hour uh sean ferris sounds like a bigger name than he actually is i don't think he really did anything else okay no. we got to talk about sean ferris for once one second Hold talk about sean let me adjust did this guy not give you extreme Tom Cruise vibes? hundred no. percent. He looks exactly like him and acts exactly like him. He I looks like, uh, like him, but he has the demeanor of Tom Cruise. How is this sure. guy not Tom Cruise right now? He looks like um, the one of the leads in One Tree Hill. Well, <laughs> he, he was in One yeah. Tree Hill. Yeah, as a, well, in a guest spot. Guy as was a guest in spot. One Tree yeah, Hill, yeah. I think, too. The, the, main, the antagonist yeah, Evan, was, Evan, too. Evan Peter is also in One Tree Hill. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Cam, Cam Gadget... Is it Gaginet or Gadginet? I think it's Gaginet. 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 Cam. Very, what, very, very. Cam was in Dutch the. Cam was in the, OC, Cam was in the OC. Cam was in the OC. Not the One Tree Hill. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. 
Hot guy. Name hot, this other actor. Hot guy alert. Same fucking, same fucking shit. John um, Ferris, I will never believe that he's not Tom Cruise. <laughs> my boy. I walked out of this movie and I was like, that's the next Tom Cruise. <laughs> and I, I did fucking, not call it. My fucking boy. I'll watch anything with this guy in a Digimon Hansu. Digimon or Jimin? Jimin Hansu. Digimon Hansu. We need to figure out how to pronounce his name. Fact check. Okay. Uh, Alex, I'm going to take over the rest of the uh, names. <laughs> you look up how to exactly say Diamond Hansu's name. Diamond? Because I think it's, it's Diamond. It's Digimon. It's Digimon. Is that what you said? Digimon. Like the... Like Digimon the, Digital Monster? Yeah, like the Digital Monster? I don't know. No, hold on. Also in this movie, He's... Amber Heard as Baja Miller, one of the worst character names in history. Of all of, time. Of all time, probably. God, dude, Yeah. Yeah, my parents were stoners. Uh, Cam Giganet as uh, Ryan McCarthy, another another very not good name. Evan Peters makes makes a showing with curly hair. Uh, early Evan Peters performance believe, as Max Cooperman. Believe good, it or not, name. his first not his first movie, not his first. Movie. Yeah, it was like his fourth. Oh fifth. my god, we're so fucking stupid. The D is silent. Yeah, so Jimon. Jimon. Yeah, Jimon. 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 Jimon Hansu. Jimon. 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 Jimon Hansu. Jimon Hansu. Like Jingo. No, who cares? We're just stupid white people that can't <clears throat> pronounce anything. This is true. We are white. Yeah. I do want to shout out the... It's Jaiman Hansu. Yeah. Jaiman. Jai. Okay. Jaiman. There we go. That's I do it. want to shout out the the DJ or the MC of the, the final uh, fight sequence because he's a major, yeah. that guy. Um, big improv comic, big uh, sketch comic. He gave me uh, the vibes of who's the guy that's on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, JB Smooth. Yeah, he gave me JB Smooth vibes without being JB Smooth. Less funny JB Smooth. Um he is uh he's a frequent collaborator in um uh uh what's that show? Wild and Out. He okay. was he was in um he was in Fifty Shades of Black. He's in the he's in the Haunted House movies. He's in like e- every the Wayans guy. Big bi- um big like black comic actor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's his name? His name is Affion Crockett, or Affion, Affion Crockett. What a name! He yeah. uh, he made the most of his moment. He did in this movie, yeah, as he should, as he should. You in this type of movie, you have no choice but to go for it because what the fuck else is going on? Right, right. Yep. And they rounded it off he with the, the, it. the rest of the Tyler family: Leslie Hope as Margot, uh, Jake's mom, and then Wyatt Smith as Charlie, Jake's brother. Yeah, the uh, tennis phenom, Charlie Smith, <laughs> Charlie Tyler. So yeah, <laughs> I'll talk about his character. Okay, talk bit. about no, rap, a little rap, bit. rap on Charlie. It's more. No, we'll wait. Yeah. yeah, it's more about the plot of the movie. Oh, okay, so we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, re- so. release date March fourteenth, two thousand eight. March fourteenth, two thousand eight. PG thirteen. One hour and 53 Ugh. minutes. God, it was fucking excruciating. It's definitely the longest hour 53 movie I've ever seen. Definitely. In my life. I couldn't believe there was a half hour left of this movie when I, when I paused. The my movie. first, my oh, first check to see how long it was left in it, I had 45 minutes left. And I was like, unfucking believable. I'm, <laughs> I'm like barely halfway. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like 40 minutes in and I checked and I was like, oh, I have an hour and 20 left. Unbelievable that th- <laughs> there is there's some fat to trim in this movie. There's a lot. A lot of training sequences. There could have been a... They did take their time. They did take their time. I don't know what it was. 2008, I really thought 2008 was like the golden age of uh, the two-hour movie, but... No. Maybe it was. Maybe every movie was two hours in 2008. They're more leaning towards... Now it's a three-hour movie. No. Back then, Every movie was two hours and eight minutes in 2008. Yeah, I bet it was. Yeah, why don't you look that up? Average runtime of 2008 movies. I feel like there's there's a stat somewhere. 
Okay, K Dash, really- give us your tagline uh tagline voice. Say the tagline. Oh, you guys should go first, not me. <laughs> no, no, the say, tagline. Say, say the tagline. He's fired. We're, we're moving on. <laughs> my bad. My bad. All right, let's start. God, this let's is start. like literally the only thing that you're supposed to do is say the tagline in a weird movie voice. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Let's start off. Okay, Jax, give us your, uh, give us the tagline in your, your, that voice you do. Win or lose, everyone has their fight. Nice. That is what it was like in 2008. All right. And what? then uh, what's your tag, Nick? Steven, what's your tag? The hardest thing to fight is your demons. God damn it. That's the same <laughs> tagline as me. The real fight uh, is within yourself. Alex asked me to go first. I'm sorry. That's all I had. It's <laughs> not the same. It's yeah. just the same subject matter. Um, I went uh, to a callback to the movie, Useless Junk. Oh, yeah, that box. That box where it had all of his memories <laughs> of his father. That's that, what this movie. Yeah, no, that's that he, your that's your blur. He's gonna throw that out. That's Why your do you still that's your blur. Punching it both my blur. Punching it easy. Living is harder. <laughs> no, living is yeah. living is easy. Punching is harder. Yeah. Do, do, no. 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 I, I I got the I got it. I got it. You got to beat the best to be the best. Okay, Ric Flair. That's um, it. Yeah, <laughs> plot keywords. Bad temper. Uh, okay. Training montage. Yep. Body lands on yep. car. Okay. I think that counts as the horny one. That's hor- a very – I want to know what else is on that I one. think that one counts uh, as the horny one for the yeah. for out of, out of all of them. Yeah, are you sure yeah. it's not combat sport? Uh, yeah, combat sport. Yeah. Uh, and fight. That's those are the plot keywords of this movie. <laughs> That's real, real. I'm looking up what other movies have that. <laughs> body lands on car. It could be literally yeah. hundreds of any movie where body, body lands on a car. I did look up bad temper because I thought it would be a, a, a well-constructed list. It was no, not. It was no. not. It was a very bad list. I'm sure. Falling Down, probably number five on that list. I was shocked about how much, how little this movie made money-wise. I thought this was like at least a uh, 50, 50 yeah. million domestic. I, I thought that this movie was uh, an indie movie for the longest time. Okay. Um, well, it, I think it. I think it was financially successful because it was technically low technically budget. an indie movie. Yeah, but it said it was twenty million estimated. Twenty I think, million budget. I, yeah, I think that that's made up. The, uh, I I tried I to do know. some research on it. I, I couldn't really. I couldn't find anything because everybody just goes off of IMDb. So they have like estimated twenty million. Yeah, and then you search it, and everywhere it's just like yes, estimated twenty million because they're all just going off of this. There's no actual number. One person that. saying like estimated right. twenty million. I don't see how this movie. Cost twenty million dollars. Like who? Who? Who even cost that much money? The production Di- Di- time. Diamond Hansu, couple mil. Like this is post. I think it's the. This is post Blood Diamond. I want to know the production time for this movie because I feel like this movie was like three they shot weeks in, too like, long. They shot in fucking Florida. Like right. We got a bunch of tax. Does breaks. not cost money in Florida. None of these. Not one A lister in this movie. Not even a cameo. How yeah. does it cost twenty million? There's no fucking way. Like the sets weren't even. There was nothing to say about it. I I would bet this movie costs around like twelve. 
Uh, I want to say if they do think it's around twenty, it's solely based off of marketing, uh, marketing materials, and those aren't um, included in the budget. In, about the on, flashes, on, right? On, that's on, why I'm, that's why I'm faring on the estimated side, and then the time it probably took to film the final sequence, the time it took to film the 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 training montages, since there were so many of them. Yeah, um, <laughs> they had to shut down that wakeboarding school <laughs> to like film there. Yeah. They had to shut down a Florida school, which is probably not that hard to begin with. With, but still, like they had to do a lot of they had to do a lot of I like I, I'm, not set a pro- I'm not a professional uh, set line producer, but I would I would guess this movie costs less than what about million. the CGI like flashes of the rib cage and like heart when he was getting yeah there's uh, that when he was getting hit you got to consider that, that. yeah what about millions that? of dollars they had to, to buy <laughs> they had to buy early iPhones the first iPhone to show yeah, videos those were like a thousand bucks a piece <laughs> yeah. yep. Uh, they had like, they had to upload them, so they had server uh, costs, yes, domain yes, yes. costs for all of those fake <laughs> yeah, web they, they had <laughs> web video it. servers. You I had love to, the you quality had to buy YouTube on those accounts. flip phones, dude. The video quality on those flip phones it looked like really good. I'm like, there's <laughs> yeah. no fucking way that it's yeah. that clear on that phone. Oh, uh, it man. did make 41 million worldwide. So this movie did make financial success, technically. Technically, yes. Technically, it, it was du- a banger. D- double its budget, which is really all you need to. That's why it has. Four sequels. <laughs> I know you can bang. Trivia. Chris uh, Chris Hottie was inspired to write the script after his then teenage son showed him YouTube videos of fights taking place at high school. My That is by far the best trivia because... <laughs> this could have been such a different movie. <laughs> if, they, if they was based off of that, why not just See, be like a high school that? fight club? High school fight club. Yeah, basically. It's not great. hard at all. Maybe that wasn't good for the kids. So no they Kimbo needed to make Slice it cameo? It would, it would yeah. just... It would make it into it would make it into like a high school like it would basically be like a TikTok trend. Yeah. Now. Yeah. They would be like, fight, fight the first person you see, or is like you know that the knockout game, knockout challenge. Yeah. Remember yeah. the knockout challenge? How dangerous that was. Yeah, just killing old people <laughs> left that. and right. Yeah. yeah. What the hell? Maybe it was like that initially, and then it turned into something else. But this movie could have easily been High School Fight Club. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it basically was High School Fight Club. Uh, I agree. Just worse. Just uh, everybody was 25 years old while they filmed this movie. That's a that's fun. Yeah, fact. Was that like an 18 and under club they were all in? <laughs> that, that giant club at the end. Yeah, who would have knew? Well, no, yeah. that it, it's a non-sanctioned. Uh, it was an unsanctioned mixed martial arts event, which yeah, is, yeah, in yeah. Florida means it's a sanctioned mixed martial arts event. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the um, age of consent is much lower in Florida. Everybody remembers that. Um, Cam Giganet. Black Belt and Krav Maga in real life. Yeah, so he had some uh, he had some uh, hoots, but a backup. That guy, he let's let's give a moment for Cam because that guy works. He works. He's in movies all the time. He he looks great. Is first he? Of all. he? What movies great. is he in? He he is a working <laughs> actor. Look up his IMDb. He I bet he did four movies last year. Four movies last year. I bet he he's did got, four he's movies. Got the and classic. He's, he's forty years. Old. He's beautiful. He he's got the bod. He's the classic bad guy. Yeah, he he, ju- he just knows what he's doing. Looks. Oh, he was in Violent yeah. Night. Okay. Last, last year, Black Warren, Violent Night, Blowback, Nine Bullets. I mean, all in one year. <laughs> only one of those movies were in theaters. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. He's getting paycheck. Yeah, but he's, he's in still the, working. He's in the Magnificent Seven remake. Yeah. Okay. All right. He, Big he, Twilight guy. He's a working guy. Yeah, he was in Twilight. He's That's in probably roommate. probably his most famous. Easy he, A. Back to back, Future Contenders and Priest and the Roommate. <laughs> oh man, those movies! <laughs> the roommate, I've heard uh, things about. I've heard it's actually not that bad. Mm, okay, it, it's not up my alley because I hate obsession movies. But uh, 
Some people, some people would be into that sort of thing. He he he's a fighting guy. He he can fight, and now that now fighting's back again. So I think I think uh, Cam's Cam's gonna make his rounds. He's uh, he's forty though. The the roommate starring Minka Kelly three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Three percent. We could do it. Leighton Meester and Minka. Yeah, Minka Kelly. All and, time. Is hot, she on Fox News now? All time hot girl off. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other trivia you want to talk? Uh, about? The reason Jaimon Hansu did the film is he was a fan of mixed martial arts and he has always wanted to play a wise master. With some demons. You yeah, got to yeah. emphasize with, with some demons. With some demons. <laughs> he, <laughs> Don't forget. <laughs> he had some demons. I bought that he was uh, Senegalese, but I did not buy that um, he lived in Brazil because he didn't have a Brazilian accent. He didn't well, have a Portuguese accent. Yeah, but still, yeah, if, you're living, if you're living in Brazil half of your life, you develop an accent. Did they do that just, just to give him some bona fides? Like I don't know. He, he could be an MMA guy. He could have been from. Well, yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's yes. definitely what that's it was. The only re- that's the only yeah. reason. Uh, yeah, from his co- country of origin. But he could have easily been. Oh, I'm orig- I'm from Senegal. I moved to the United States. Yeah, and then I lived in New York, or I lived in fucking Los Angeles. Well, speaking of senseis, we're gonna do a top five senseis later on. Uh, so stick around for that. Sensei Mia. Movie plot. Uh, Steven, want to give us this movie plot? Uh, Jake. Sean Ferris moves out to Orlando, Florida with his mother, Leslie Hope, and brother, Wyatt Smith. Smith. He feels like an outsider in his new school and frequently lets his temper flare out of control. But Jake wants to fit in, and he decides to go to a party with his classmate, Baja. There, Jake is pushed into a fight and humiliated. Another classmate, Evan Peters, sees what happens and encourages Jake to visit MMA trainer, Jean Roca. After visiting Roca, Jake learns it's not other kids he's fighting, it's his demons. He gets in a fight and loses his spot, but then gets his back. Can, but loses his spot at the gym, but then gets his back. Baja finally leaves Ryan, and they and Max live happily ever after until Ryan kicks the ever-living shit out of Max because Jake isn't fighting in the beatdown. When Jake finds out there's only thing one left to do, it's a beat-off at the beatdown. I uh, feel like this isn't what's described in Real Rotten, so thank you for letting me read that. <laughs> it's a beat-off at the beatdown. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow we're gonna beat each other off. <laughs> okay, I added the second paragraph. <laughs> Who account- knew? Accounts for the spelling mistakes. Yeah, and uh, the grammar errors. <laughs> Them and Max live happily over after. <laughs> yeah. uh, that explains the whole movie, though. I just felt yeah, like they left too much after he wants to go visit martial arts. Go see a trainer. trainer. Yeah. yeah, there's, there's so much more them. to that story. Yeah, yeah, that that's the first third of the movie. There was a full hour. <laughs> After that happened, so we just had to do that. Um, Let's talk about the first scene of the movie. It is hard to break this whole thing down, so I think it's good to set it up with the first scene of the movie, and that is, that they, is they live in Iowa. And they pulled uh, all of the football footage from When the Game Stands Tall. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this classic <laughs> When the Game Stands Tall. And uh, shout out to Michael Waddington again. When is it ever raining that hard? Why do they always have in to Iowa? Them? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I, who knows? Could I don't have been a, pa- been a passing rain state. Don't understand in certain movies why they feel like they got to exaggerate the rain that fucking bad. Like, hey, come on, man. Who knows? Maybe they got nothing else better to do in Iowa except sit in a storm and watch some stupid two-way football. I was just glad it was finally like a defensive a, a, offense. a defensive yeah. player that was like the star of a football scene. Yeah. Usually, it's the quarterback. 
Yeah, almost always usual the quarterbacks. Yeah, usual suspects. This is the first time that it was like a wide receiver slash running back versus a, a linebacker. Right. <laughs> that you're like, okay, that's the showdown. Yeah. And it's two just like meathead guys whose numbers are terrible, 32 and 44. 44. How are they going to do? That just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But I like the guy. 44 is a great number. Yeah. But, uh, 44 Magnum. Is it? Uh, it's a perfect number for a linebacker. What the not hell? For, are you not for not for a high school linebacker. High school linebackers are like twenty. And then sixty-nine, you're like, dude. There you go, sixty-nine. <laughs> uh, so he he's making tackles all over the place, and then they're like, "Oh, if he can stay in the game, it looks like it's over." And then the coach sends in the other running back again. He's like, "Get this guy out of the game." So you think it's going to be like a dirty hit? Yeah. But then he gets tackled again. <laughs> yeah, they call it toss play on fourth and thirteen. What are they fucking doing? They're Can we just do pass. a podcast where Alex reviews all the football plays we, we in, just, in the cinematic history? Break down this one minute of football. In <laughs> what the, are they thinking? Yes. <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh, he's throwing it wide." <laughs> they're like, "Oh, he makes a great tackle again." Yeah. And then he stands up and he's like, "Shame about your dad. The sauce will the sauce will do it." Oh my god. He got lost in the sauce yeah. and then lost it. Rips the guy's helmet off, punches him in the face, and, and then that, that's fights it. Like six other players. <laughs> yeah, and and that's like the end. Yeah. Players. Apparently, they didn't win the game. Who would? Apparently, they, they lost. Well, I guess by forfeit. Oh yeah, personal foul penalty. There you go. Fifteen yards. Maybe they drove right after that. I mean, they probably forfeited. And then he was uh, three kids in the hospital. <laughs> and then he's and then he's moving to Orlando. And you're like, oh, they moved to Orlando because like mom got a job or something. But why is the reason they moved to Orlando, Stephen? So two things. One, they say uh, his friend says, oh yeah, you're moving to Disney, aren't you? He's like Orlando, <laughs> yeah, which is cool. cool. I like that. Cool, yeah, cool fact. I mean that that's a burn. That's tell, a good burn. Tell me where I'm wrong. Tell me where I'm wrong. Um, and they go to Orlando because if you remember, especially in the biopic, King Richard. Yep. A lot of tennis schools are based in Florida. Most. The top, top, tippy, tippy top tennis True. schools are based in Florida. Who would have knew? I mean, I know because I watch tennis, and every time they say they're from Florida. Right. But it's like Flor- Florida's not a... Um, Except for a lot of uh, Piedmont kids. Florida's not ca- uh, California. That's what I'm saying. Is like Florida has sporadic weather. California yeah, yeah, does yeah. not. Yeah. So it's so it's you, weird that they're playing an outdoor sport in Florida when it's basically a subtropical climate. I agree with you. Yeah. I fuck Florida. Yeah, it's terrible. You heard me. You yeah. heard me. Everything smells like a swamp. You want to you want to feel what Florida's like living so soon your entire yeah, you life. You want to sweat? You want to sweat? Hey, hey, <laughs> cover your ears, Rachel. Cover your you ears. Wanna so you want to sweat? You want to sweat your balls off? Go to Florida. You want to learn Go how to... live at Lake Merritt for 6 months <laughs> and that's how that's what Florida smells like. <laughs> Basically. Man. Or or how about how about um, Clear Lake, man? That's probably what Florida hey, smells there, like. Hey, there. Now that resonates with all of us. I mean, Florida yeah. known for its meth. Hey, there you ain't wrong. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that football scene sets up the whole shebang of him having a temper. Temper. But he has he, a temper. Yet he doesn't want to play football anymore. Yet, He's a good guy, though. He's a good guy. Yeah. Doesn't want to vent his frustrations about his dad dying and him being responsible for his dad's death, but not really responsible for his dad's death. But he considers it. Okay. Yeah. So let's set that up. So here's here's how his dad died. His dad, maybe an alcoholic, maybe just liked to drink. Could be the same thing. They live in Iowa. He's an alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah, there ain't much going on in Iowa. I think he lived in yeah. Iowa, so maybe the that family in Iowa. <laughs> maybe going fishing at Lake Okaboji. No, maybe they just maybe they just drink in Iowa. Getting abducted by aliens. It's not alcoholism. It's just life. You know, you when you work hard, you play hard, and uh, 
He takes his son to the bar. He refuses to let his son drive home. His son says, okay, dad, you drive. They run into a tree. Dad dies. Trauma for life. Or is there a tree? They they definitely ran into some husks. Uh, it said rap- somebody it. later on said wrapped his car around a tree. Yeah, so that's I'm one assuming of the lines uh, I'm assuming that's what happened. Some sort of birch. Uh, of course, Jake takes the blame for his father's death, which is you know totally natural. Um, it's it's um, it's normal. It's not necessarily uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for. What's what a, what a therapist call it? It's not normal, but it's um, he's miss misplacing his grief uh yeah 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 that makes sense yeah or and and his like better and his responsibility in it you know like he's he's not the one who chose to drink and drive he's the one who let it happen who's listening to akon a lot in 2008 yeah put the blame on him yes Mm -hmm. yeah i get that it's partly akon's fault (laughs) now that we mention it yeah 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 uh and he's taking the blame literally on everybody else as well at the same time. Anytime anybody mentions his dad, he gets in a fight. But his mom says he goes to the jail six times. Six times. She's bailed him out of jail six times. Hell yeah. So I got to know, bad kid or bad situation? Good kid, bad. bad good uh, kid, mad city. Um, good, he, <laughs> good, good kid, bad city or bad kid uh, making... Making trouble. Mad City. Um, what is what is he? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, the arrests that he would have six, had dealt six with. Six times. Yeah. He yeah. Would, in, I mean in just a couple years. I've no I knew kids in high school that got arrested for fighting numerous times. And it was, yeah. you know, okay. slap on is, the wrist sort of is situation. That, is that... So that's probably it. Okay. So maybe that's maybe why he was to jail six times. Because he's definitely not hitting the sauce. He's definitely not doing yeah, yeah, any, any not. other sort of drug because he knows the repercussions of the, of those actions. Um, it's all rage. It's all rage-induced uh, 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 arrests. Probably like wrote like uh, damaged property, possibly. Yeah, too, like, probably like he probably like was a uh, uh, baseball bat in mailboxes. Okay, yeah, like, yeah. Typical bad kid wrecked, behavior, wrecked, but like, uh, but like wrecked maybe a store getting maybe a like fight bad bad store. crowd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. wrecked a store, yeah. getting a fight in the busted store. up the arcade. Like, remember the remember the dudes from uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle? He was part of that crew. Remember that was, they were oh, just going re- extreme! Yeah, they were yeah, going extreme yeah. the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah kayaking through the through the snack aisle. Wait, wasn't that G- you know? Gigan Dead in that in that group? Was Gigan Dead? No, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> My God, that's Gigan Dead's music. Giggity giggity. <laughs> what? What? It would be butt rock if it was Gigan Dead's music too. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of him, a lot of him being played. He did put too much blame on his dad, though. And every time, like his dad comes up, he just gets like real Tom Cruise, mm, real broody, <laughs> real broody, real broody boy, uh, broody he, boy, dude. He has a broody yeah. face, so good for him there. But uh, that's that was my my biggest for real was just like y'all let some things go, man. Y'all Alex, let some things go. Alex, look up the car- the actor who played Nathan in One Tree Hill because he looks exactly like Nathan. Him. Nathan, like Nathan. a little Nathan. version of him. Yeah, he's a smaller version of Nathan from One Tree Hill. That's that's who I think he looks like. Um, also, I'm saying so. Back to the the younger brother. Yeah. So he's a tennis phenom. Phenom. That is eighty three miles eight eighty three miles an hour. That's okay. Our number in in the background in in every other movie in the history of cinema, that kid is the main character. Mm-hmm. He's he is barely he's like an autistic side character. How is that in this not movie. the sequel? 
How is that? How is that not the the original movie? It's like Never he he down. needs to he needs to a fight for his brother's tuition. This is kind of mm. encroaching on my uh, my how to make it fresh, but mm. he has to fight to get the money to like go to the tournament so his brother can be in the tournament. But he's also like the coach. There's like a lot going on that could happen. But this kid could he should be like the King Richard proved it. Any more John Bernthal before I can buy? Yeah, it. yeah, we. How old is John Bernthal when this movie came out? He was probably he was probably in Russia yeah. at this point <laughs> yeah. playing baseball. Yeah, this was in John Bernthal's uh, what? searching phase. John uh, John Bernthal play uh, played in Russia for a professional uh, baseball team out of Moscow. They have baseball and in Russia, and that's how he got into acting. Just summer, summer baseball. He would have been he was thirty two. He was a catcher. Oh yeah, perfect age. Yeah, Only seven a, years older than Jake Tyler. I mean, this was a year before um, Walking Dead. So there you go. Okay, cool. Yeah, sign him up. Sign um, him up. What do you, What was uh, your are you for real? A couple things. I agree with you um, uh, on the edits and overall direction of the movie. It's just too much. Uh, they, 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 they made this movie too much than what it should have been. They post-production stylized it. Mm-hmm. Probably Be- because the material wasn't there. I yeah. guess, but... Yeah. And then uh, to top it off, it did look like they got the shots. It looked like they got the shots, but then they would, like, they didn't do the X-ray thing and of uh, yeah. ribs breaking until the very last fights of the movie. Right. Like, make that canon for the beginning of the movie. Show when you when someone gets knocked out. Show the skull getting rattled. Show the skull getting rattled. Show uh, the leg getting broken in in the fight at the party. You yeah. know. Yeah. Show show me anything to show that that's like that's the theme of the movie. We're like looking at damage of fighting, you know. That's I need point. to know that's what it's about. That's the point. It's about fighting to not fight is what they wanted to be, but they made it just fighting to fight. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which brings me to my next point: the fight sequences, totally choreographed, <laughs> totally, uh, totally fake. There okay. was nothing real about the fight sequences okay, so in any shape or form. Can you compare it to like Warrior? So where where do you stand on both? No, so, so that's the point of contention. You can't film a quote unquote I, real thought, fight sequence unless yeah. it's a real fight sequence. Okay, so I thought the the because uh, everything is choreographed. There was too many like stopping points during each fight. Where, exactly where you could yeah exactly where you could reasonably like, like the dudes turning around after yeah, hitting him like, like yeah, I knocked him out yeah. <laughs> or here I'm gonna take three steps and then kick you in the leg. When you he ha- in the very last fight of the movie, so when he, when he's like close. when he has him in a headlock and then he just screams walking around <laughs> and he's like yeah, yeah. and he's got yeah. his head and you could clearly tell that the guy's head is loose and he's just holding it <laughs> like he doesn't even yeah. have it in a chokehold like oh like that God. I was that was like okay uh, it's just getting it's maybe getting co- too cocky for his own good yeah. but <laughs> this is egregious <laughs> yes, all right 100%. I got I got two things so for one we already talked about the mom's like. Mom hair. I don't know what. Mom yeah, girl. the mom hair. What do you think she does for a living? What the fuck is she doing? Does she work at like a pie fucking place? I think like, she works she for Seize Candies. Yeah. She's she a Seize Candy lady. She had a Seize Candy outfit on. Yeah. I think she's Seize Candy She definitely lady. had the name tag, so I thought for sure. She's di- working two diner, jobs. Diner situation. I think, my guess is she's working at a hotel. Yeah, that could be it. No, that's fair. That's yeah. a fair. Orlando, guess. Orlando makes sense for they gonna, got a lot of hotels, or there. at least yeah. So and maybe hotel daytime diner nighttime. She could be like a daytime concierge nighttime working oh, at the steak and shake. She's definitely a not around type. Uh, the only thing that gave oh we'll, we'll give this to in, in the good stuff. Good mm. stuff. Never mm. mind. Okay. No, 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 no. What's wait, wait, your wait, What's your last wait. bad thing, stupid? <laughs> no. But I'm, do you remember how she said later in the movie? It's like oh, we're. Uh, 
you need to protect his teeth. Or whatever. And she's oh, like, yeah. I don't have any dental benefits. My dental benefits don't kick in for, for six, six months. What kind of plan are you on where they don't kick in for like oh, six months? I think months? that, that exists. There's a that, lot of jobs. That's, that's a thing. There's a lot of that's jobs where, you're, where your benefits don't kick in for six months. Uh, there were numerous. What? There were numerous situations um, at um, at an employer at an employer that I know that of is where not a good sign. Where there would be work accidents, <laughs> yeah. and they had to pay out of pocket because their benefits didn't kick in. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, my God, you, that is not a good sign if you're employed. Alex, this is America. Unskilled bus- labor. Businesses are going in. They're in trouble. Businesses are in trouble. We Ask gotta Mike protect, Rowe. We got to protect the businesses. Ask Mike Rowe. Unskilled labor. Number one need in this country. Yeah. Or was it skilled labor? I don't. Skilled, I don't. No, skilled no, labor. I don't care. Skilled. Skilled. <laughs> unskilled well, skilled, labor. Skilled and, skilled, and, skilled and unskilled. I think both. That's why people hate. In, that's why Americans hate immigrants because the unskilled labor is getting taken by, by all the idiots. Uh, yeah, by, that, by all the non-idiots. That they don't want those. They don't want to do those jobs anyway. But they're still. So angry at the fucking immigrant. Yeah, it's so fucking stupid. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, my only is I are I'm not a teen anymore, but are kids still horny for fighting? <laughs> no, no, it's it's a I niche. See, I see some TikToks about it and stuff. It's very but that, niche. That's mostly seen. It's definitely like, it's areas been niche. that are more violent than others. It's though. been niche. Like some areas I wonder, are more you, Okay, so let, let me rephrase it. So, I saw a lot of fights. Yeah, we saw. I grew up I, in the suburbs. I've seen tons of. I've seen so many fights. I've seen a person beat a person with a cane in mm-hmm. high school but I, I saw someone i saw a woman or a teenage girl beat another teenage girl with a flip-flop oh there nice. you go <laughs> yeah that was awesome uh yeah, the in and out in ceremony was a bloodbath too they have a security <laughs> guard there now do you think that uh social media has increased or decreased fights um decreased because decreased it's all emo- because it's all emotional damage now like and also it implicates you yeah. Too. It's like it used to be they couldn't prove, you know, they could see, oh, you're you all screwed. Oh, you don't think that there's like yeah. any clout chasing with fighting now? There can be, but it's not a widespread. It's not a popular thing. It wasn't a popular thing to begin with. It's just we were over heightened and over sensitized. Probably, there was probably more fights in the 50s, 60s of like people just being like, hey, I was grown adults to, fighting. Yes. I was taught to solve my problems by fighting, is probably like, you know, how. And again, and again, it just how, like, the, the certain more areas, boomers taught man. their kids, you know? Exactly. Like, certain areas. My dad got my violent. dad got in tons of fights, and there was little to there was zero recording of any of those. And he right. and he told me later on, you can bleep this out, but he said there's nothing like punching a guy in the face. <laughs> like, I mean, there really isn't. It like, is it is pretty great. I don't know. I've never done it. So there I, you go. I, what? I'm, I'm a pacifist, so yeah, I don't same. understand. I'm a lover, not a fighter. That being said, I got, in a lot, I got in a lot of fights. About to rip <laughs> okay, well, shout, yeah. Alex is the expert on the podcast for the first time in history. Here that explains go. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> never I surrender, mean, like, never back I, down. I got the no, but let me let me caveat. I got the shit kicked out of me a lot too. So it's like it's not like I was. I was definitely not the fucking one of the characters in this movie. I did too, I but it was family related. It wasn't stranger yeah, yeah, related. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad so. Alex is finally the expert on a podcast for the first time yeah, with us. Explains a lot. I'm about definitely it. not an expert. <laughs> I'm just saying that. <laughs> yeah, like I had a tip, but I think the biggest argument is this movie was way too fucking way long, too dude. long, way, too, way long. too fucking long, way too long, over the top, too long. And yada all, yada. And we all agree, kids' testosterone levels way too high this, in this movie. <laughs> Some in the water. Uh, if if I went to a party and there was. A hundred people in the backyard watching on the lake shore. 
Yes, yes. On the lakeshore of, of Orlando. So this is a rich community. There's no gator country. No fucking well, way. Lots of gators in those water. I There's wanna, no I fucking way these these it. rich kids are watching this many people fight. Right. Like there there's too much money going on for this to be happening. Oh hey, uh let's walk into this party where there's somebody doing a keg stand. Oh wait, no, let's move on to the bathroom where there's two girls making out. <laughs> oh no, the real action's on the lakeshore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where they're fighting. Yes. Where there's a girlfriend and a boyfriend fighting in their long shorts in their super long super 2000 long, shorts super long oh, and now, shorts the oh, shorts and were so long in this movie they were capris <laughs> the shorts were so long you're, you're hey, this, this movie was a little progressive though showing a woman beating the shit out of guys. yeah at least yeah. battle of the exes it was a uh, hey i really like your pun though shorts are too long yeah but fucking uh dude the big the other to add to that, are you for is Amber the whole thing with with Amber with Baja like how I'm gonna lure him to the party, but I'm gonna love it. Just it was the most confusing mixed message. Like I don't know what the fuck her deal was. She straight up gave movie. him a Baja blast. That's what happened. <laughs> Sorry, like I don't make you lured him to okay, the party, good. but then I, you feel ten, bad about ten it. Ten comedy points. Thanks, appreciate it. You feel bad about it. You don't like your boyfriend. Oh, but your boyfriend made you, man. So you got to stay with him. He was mad at her for it for a long time, and she expected forgiveness immediately. She was using a lot of yeah. big words, and I don't think she knew any of those words, that even is, the last word. That's definitely true. Yeah. No, no offense to Amber Heard, but that no character, Amber Heard. that character, did not know those I did, words. I did not know that word. Yeah, that last word. That Still they don't used? know. Yeah, sequelcious. Yeah, I don't se- even know. Sequelcious. It was the go with the, that go with the flow. Goody two shoe. That's actually a that's actually a word. That's that was me. Really well that was me. That, that was, was me in the group. Yeah. Um, what was the real good stuff, Alex? I mean, dude, the butt rock. Half of the, the soundtrack was pretty really good. Elevate. Half of the, the soundtrack really was really elevated this movie. <laughs> really like yeah. the Rise Against song. That was a good uh, Yeah, the Rise Against song. is great. Uh, oh, I was going to say the Green Day song, but that was actually in Varsity Blues, which yeah. I watched right after this oh movie because it came wrong? out of me. Were you watching it on Voodoo? Hulu suggested Hulu, Varsity Blues. Hulu was like, yeah. Varsity Blues is next. And I was like, I haven't, right. se- I haven't seen Varsity Blues. So I watched Varsity Blues. You've never seen it? I haven't seen it. Oh, wow. How'd you like it? It's really good. It's not bad. It's really great. Yeah, it's you want some more bad. cheese with that wine? It was fucking fun as heck. It's a fun movie. Oh my god! Fucking, I was... What's her name with the fucking whipped cream? Yeah, I knew that fucking... part. Allie Larder. Yep. And oh, then yeah. some Allie Amy Larder. Smart, some J- Smart. some Vanderbeek, Vanderbeek, some Scott Con, Paul Walker, some Paul, Paul Walker, Walker in his prime. So that that came up, but. Back to back to the soundtrack. Back to the soundtrack. But but you know, but solid, solid uh let's go let's uh give our props again to um uh Julianne Jordan. Really nice curation. Mm-hmm. This, uh, this yeah, that's that's so. why I thought that we should shout her out, you know. Teenagers uh, Jesse Plemons in an early role. What? It's Tommy Harbor, Lance and Julie's wow, younger brother. Pre pre uh pre Night Lights when he played another football player. Mm. Crank that, the Travis Barker remix. Loved it. Rock star Little Wayne. That's a good that's a good song. Good Lil Wayne song. Uh False Surprise. Pretense by the Red, Red, Red Jumpsuit. That was, peak, pre- that was peak Lil Wayne in two thousand eight. It was. Peak, right when peak Carter Red III. Jumpsuit apparatus too. <laughs> False pretense. Fucking Red Jumpsuit apparatus. Anthem for the underdog, twelve stones. Twelve stones, big but yeah. above and below the bravery. 
The brave, yeah, a lot of bravery. On yeah, this yeah, soundtrack. yeah. Uh, that's not butt rock. Rising against under the under the knife. Mm-hmm. Someday the flip side, the cribs, melodrone, mute math, the mute bravery, math. mute math. The, yeah, mute it's math okay sound. just this once. Gym class heroes, uh, <laughs> Travi McCoy. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> <Gym> problematic. <laughs> okay, uh, just this once. Tales from the South by Tiesto also played yeah, on, Tiesto. on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And then out of control. Whatever that was. Very 2008. Yeah. yeah. Uh, extremely Definitely. 2008. So good for them. They got it done. Good job by them. Um, Yeah. What other real good stuff, Nick? Nearly everything, I think. But um... <laughs> No, not nearly everything. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it did, it did call the... Uh, I don't know if it was a symptom of or a... Um, what's the... Uh, 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 I know what you're trying what's, to say. What's the... Uh, the thing after a some, symptom is the uh, cure. No, the uh, the 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 thing diagnosis. The uh, the effect of symptom side or, effects. Side, yeah, the symptom or the side effect of this movie was the YouTube fighting, like World Star. Was World Star before this movie or after this movie? I can't. I couldn't. I think it was I just getting going. Why don't you look that up, Alex? I think it was like two thousand six, two thousand two thousand five is when YouTube started. Because I remember okay, distinctly okay. Uh, my junior year of, of high school getting really yeah. into YouTube. iPhones were 2008. Yep. 2007. 2007. IPhones. Yes. Okay. So 2008 was like um, right when Facebook. Star started in 2005 as well. Yeah. So. Uh, right when Facebook really kicked off and, and um, yeah. was released to the public. Was, okay. Uh, so this was is a still around. symptom of it. Still around. I think that is... Uh, it really, it, just it really, cap- website, <laughs> it really. We didn't know what to do. Really captured that situation. We well. didn't know what to do with that power. We did it. We were drunk with power. It showed. It showed how uncertain that situation was. Yeah. I thought in this movie, and like nobody knew exactly like the repercussions of anything. There weren't like tapes, a tape. Uh, yeah, it trading. was like things went yeah. around. The internet was just like a thing that only certain people knew. It rich. Didn't ma- like, you can yeah. say rich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, all these kids are rich. I liked how Tyler, Jake, T- Jake Taylor, Jake Tyler. I liked how he was like, I didn't even know my thing was going around the internet because I don't have the fucking internet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All, like, my, all, all of our money's going towards my kid, my <laughs> kid brother's <laughs> ace. Yeah, go to play how tennis. Poor they, yeah, they don't have the internet. My kid brother like, Roddick. Yeah. yeah, I thought that it captured that like moment in time pretty well. Yeah. Uh, it really didn't have a choice because that's when the movie was filmed. It's but, very time know. capsule of a movie. It yeah. is a time capsule of the movie with the long shorts and the, uh, the, the clothing. Shorts. Affliction t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. um, people thinking that uh, H2 was cool. Yeah. Who worked and who did not? Let's start with the best in the business. Uh, I think we can all agree that uh, G-Man uh, was... Uh, Diamond Hansu yeah. did good. Sensei? Yeah. you got. We're going to eliminate him from who worked best because he was probably the best actor in this film. He was definitely the best actor in this movie. Um, who worked for me personally? Evan Peters. Good, uh, good, side, good sidekick. I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, good sidekick. I liked him a lot. Yeah. I thought he was... With his chubby face. I thought he stood out more than yeah. the other two people in this movie. Yeah, because right after this, he does American Horror Story, and, yeah, and he and just he turns into blow, a now mega he blows star. Up. Now he is, he is easily the biggest star out of this movie. Yes. Above Jimon Hansu, even. Above Amber and Jimon, yeah. Yeah. yeah Jimon. Uh, I thought Giganet was great. 
He's just, he's just sure. a good bad guy. Good bad guy. He good, just, he's got that he bad guy his, face. He has his dark eyes. He just has like sunken eyes that make you think that Fair. He he's up to ne- nefarious business. Fair. Uh, Alex, who worked for you? Definitely, definitely a Jimin. Jimin Hansu. Um, Outside of I, Jimin. I just, what was the name of... Um, the friend again. Sorry, I'm blanking. Evan on Peters. Him right Evan Peters. Yeah, Evan Peters. Evan Peters really worked Cooper, for me. Cooper's man. He's the only one that looked like a fucking high schooler in this movie. <laughs> he did. He did look like a high schooler. He looked like a 2008 high schooler. Yeah. He looked like me when I was in school he in 2008 like with the long curly like, hair. Dude, I, need we all up, have, I need to dig up a picture of my brother. You need to look at a picture of me. We all had yeah. long curly hair at that point. Find my Facebook point. with me from 2009. I look the same, <laughs> except fatter. Um, who didn't work for you, Nick? Uh, Amber Heard Fair. was very bad in this movie. We can movie. all agree it's Amber Heard. <laughs> she was oh unbelievably bad in this movie. So bad. And I think this was the movie that I first saw her in. And I yep. fell in love with her immediately because I guess I, I guess she was hot. No. She never, it's not she as never hot as I remembered her. In she's not as hot too. as I remembered her. That's I totally agree. I don't know what happened. She I don't know why it's like that. She's She's got a very forgetful face. Yeah. I don't know what I I don't know what happened, but she she just wasn't she wasn't good at all. Yeah. <laughs> it was like she was easily the worst part of the actors. That's fair. I thought Sean Ferris yeah. was actually good. He was okay. And uh Pineapple Express, same year, I think. Yeah. Yeah, she was good in Pineapple 2008, Express. But she only had to do like two scenes, you know? And she could be funny. But uh she wasn't even supposed to be a, a comedic foil in that movie, though. So but she's that. she's not the worst part in this movie because yeah, that came out uh, that came out five months later. Yeah, okay. She's not the she's not yeah. the worst part of this movie though because I know that on my replace my punch drunk lover replacement, mm-hmm. I'm changing the director. It's mm-hmm. my first time putting PTA <laughs> into the director for this movie. Sure. And I think that he would do a version that would make even less money than the one that right. that, that made $44 million. But I think that the dad-son stuff between Cam, Cam's dad and the stuff between Jake and his dad, the flashbacks, that would be raw as fuck. <laughs> if Paul Thomas Anderson was born in 1980 and lived in West Palm, Florida... This could have easily been the Boogie Nights that he intentionally tried to make. I think you're right. Yeah. It would have been oh, Boogie yeah, Nights but but with but with punches. Yep. It could it would either be the worst or the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 The friend would be Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. And it's, I'd be I'd be yeah. willing to take that chance. Yeah. I I'm I'm ready for that ride. I think Come on, Paul. Good. it could be good. Could Come be on, good. Paul. Him him venturing into some action. He doesn't really do action. Right. Or at least like Fast action, you know, like yes. physica- physicality. Yes. I would be really interested to see how he would handle that. I don't know. Uh, Angels live in my town. It's pretty action-packed, <laughs> if you ask me. <laughs> um, replaced with a punch-drunk lover. I'm putting Emily Watson in as mom. She yes. would she would scene-steal every moment that the mom makes a presence in. You don't think Leslie Hope with a different haircut could be good in this movie? No, Leslie Hope's just whatever, and she did her job. But but if you wanted to like up the acting ante, okay, you put Emily Watson and and Jimin and Jimin in that scene together, yeah, and whoo, could yeah, 
There's some heat. Yeah, there could have been more heat there. There wasn't enough heat there, I would say. I would agree with you. Uh, I love Alex's uh, favorite quote. It was like, uh, my dental plan doesn't kick in for six <laughs> months, and Jimon <laughs> gives her a mouth gone. <laughs> this is my dental, <laughs> yeah, plan. Like, my yeah, dental plan. I was like, that was the stupidest scene in the movie. It's not even close. It's like, uh, <laughs> first off, that's not first off, that's not technically accurate because no gym owner would, would spend the money for their students <laughs> to buy them a mouth guard. Uh, Alex, replace anything with a punch drunk lover. You know the criteria. Give us what you got. I'd make Adam Sandler the coach. I well, think that would, he could with his giant basketball shorts. <laughs> I mean, it resonates with two thousand. It would be the I right just, time. I feel like if you 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 go like he's the deadbeat MMA co- like instead of Digimon Hansu was fucking shredded in this movie. Like oh, really so he's like shredded. reading the paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so he's he's like more like uh like uh what's his name in dodgeball? Fucking uh uh, I'm blanking on his name. But... It's not Lafleur. It's the other guy. No. Uh, Patches O'Hulian. <laughs> Patches yeah, O'Hulian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you make you make this movie you. You make this movie a comedy, I think it would be a lot. Like, it would be basically Here Comes the Boom. Yeah. Uh, basically, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of good MMA movies. <laughs> that's yeah. a, that's a, not a bad one. <laughs> Still bad. It's not as bad as this movie, not though. As as this I was going to do top five MMA movies for our top five, and I was just like, Here Comes the Boom is going to be on too many lists for that. <laughs> yeah, it's too much criteria to meet. This uh, fucking movie would be my favorite too. quote of the movie was uh, the part where they said, "Never back down." Hey, he said it. <laughs> he said it. He said yeah, it. He said it. Yeah, yeah, said that's, it. Like, that's that YouTube. That's that YouTube thing. When the, if the movie ends when they say the title, mm-hmm. like there, there would be the one right. <laughs> Never there. back down. Come on. I liked when uh, the little brother said, "I like to wrestle too." That was a good line. That, that I was, I giggled at that line. Yeah, yeah. It's like I like wrestling too, and he smiles at uh, Amber. Yeah. Like, Hell yeah, uh, you do. Yeah, he, he was. He, oh, back to real good stuff. Mm. The kid hitting the volleys against the wall showed he had yeah. some real tennis good talent. Form. I didn't some really good form. Pissing Re- off their neighbor. Yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's. I. I would not stand for that kid hitting tennis balls against the wall, but he was good at it. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. So maybe don't you maybe go to that's a really nice school. That, Why aren't you not practicing? Yeah, he went school? to tennis academy. Which which leads to my make it fresh. I think mm. you make this movie fresh by making it a tennis and fighting movie. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, make the brother, yeah. the mom and dad die in a tragic alcoholic Both driving accent. Wow. Yeah, wow, sorry. Little brother, tennis phenom, needs <laughs> steak money, so the older brother has to fight for it. So they can go eat steaks. No, it's to stake it, stake him at tournaments. Is that the, that the right word? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Stake, S T A K E. Um, high stakes. High stakes. Like gambling? No, st- <laughs> it, it, that's the right. It's the right term. I don't sure. know why you're looking. Sure at me it like is, that. buddy. I'll fucking take you outside right now. I'll never back. I'll never back down off of that. Uh, birth. Of that. I think I'll the never word back down off of that. I think the better word is birth. But that's not right. B R B R T H. Take him at the tournament. You used to pay the money down to get him there. What, like a vampire? Yeah. Okay, I get it. I get it. Um. Yeah, I mean that needs to be the sequel. Is like him being tennis, but then him moving to Florida and then getting into high lie. Like we're not doing the give me a sequel uh, game, but that's my sequel. Is like the kid is a tennis phenom, but for some reason he gets kicked out of tennis school. And then he joins high lie, and then oh. now the whole now finally the whole country gets <laughs> captivated by high lie. 
<laughs> World's most dangerous game, I've heard. That's what they tell me. <laughs> Until I see somebody die from highlight, I don't know. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for that high I'm waiting for that highlight and highlight. Highlight. Um, but yeah, I think that's uh, w- w- any anything else you want to talk about for this uh, stupid movie? Yeah, there's also some pretty um, amazing uh, time capsule fashion in this movie. I wish Rachel would have watched this movie. She would have been like, "Oh my god!" Like some of some of what it was Amber Heard's outfits were like, "Jesus Christ, that's 2008." Yeah, there wasn't enough. Sure. There wasn't enough yeah. uh, pop collar polos, Marilyn. Uh, yeah, that would have yeah, really uh, connected the with hairstyles me. Too, some pastel dude. colors, some more yeah. bumpets. Um, oh, some bumpets. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Some bumpets. <laughs> yeah, more. Uh... That was a real thing. <laughs> Can't believe that was a real thing. Is that that's pretty? I'm gonna un- make my head look like I have a head injury. It's really unbelievable that that was a thing. Yeah. Also, okay. fucking uh, shot. Uh, one guy was fighting in shoes, and one guy was barefoot at the end. Oh, why are you not stomping his fucking? Yeah, feet? thank you for reminding the, the me that. Sneakers, the, the sneaks. sneaks. Yeah, I think he was ready to go, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna just wear shoes and have more traction." Benefit to him fighting in the parking lot with with shoes on yeah. because he had the traction yeah, to man. to lock in that triangle. He locked it up. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, and then lock in his other positions. But but it reminds me of the other <laughs> fight in the final sequence. Sexually. Gripping. Of course. Grippies. Um the scene where Cam fights the Capoeira fighter, the guy who's doing all the flips and spins. Yes. So that scene, um, so this is a trivia moment. Yep. That scene was released virally before the movie was out, uh, to just get to get the crowd going. It eventually leaked into the internet poop of the late 2000s where somebody took that video and reformatted it and reshared it as, look at this uh, U.S. I, military I, I soldier that walks into this tournament for the first time and takes this guy out with one punch. And I swear to God... Between 2010 and 2014, that was your internet at that time. Do you see? Do you remember seeing it? There were every time I watched it, I was like, "Oh, this is a scene from Never Back Down that I've never seen before." But I know this exact scene because they showed it in the fucking trailer. Between 2010 and 2014, at least when Facebook was a thing, half of my Facebook friends would randomly post that video, and it would be the caption: "Watch this marine knock out this guy with one punch." And I immediately. I would always immediately comment, "This is a scene from Never Back Down from 2008," and then I'd link him to the movie. And there was one, there was one particular instance where this dim person posted it. <laughs> yes. And then I commented, Very "Nice word to say." And then there were about five or six other people that commented the same thing, and then and then they commented at the end, "Wow, guys, I was just I was just posting what I thought was this video. Give me a break." It was like, "No." not giving you a break because this is the age of the internet and you should know that this is from a fucking movie and not a real kumite thing from Bloodsport. <laughs> I hate you forever. I never want to see you again. If, if our politicians... It's a bunch had, of Gen Xers <laughs> that watch Bloodsport if, way if too our, many times. If our politicians it, had even yeah. just the shred of uh, critical media... Acumen. Thinking that yeah. you had, they they would be a little bit smarter. Today. I should have got into politics in t- two thousand eight. I yeah. should have, but I didn't. You could have, could have. <laughs> that would be been part of hope and change. I, I don't know if we would have been friends, but we we would have. Oh, been I, I would have been all in in the uh, Obama White House. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. Good. Let's fucking go. Hanging out with Cal Penn. Better, t- never a better time for berries. Okay, top five time. 
top five. We're going to do our top five senseis. There's a lot. There's um, a lot of senseis. There's a lot of good ones, and it's 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 kind of... This is the need, only time where I would have advocated for a draft, but should, we don't should, need it. Should we switch? We don't need it. Should we switch to draft? We're doing top I five. I think we can. Nope. I think we can if we want to. No, because we're going to have bleed over, and then we're going to have to settle if we do top, if we do top five draft, and it's going to take too much time. And I feel like we can just do we can be mutual in our understanding and respect for our senseis. Okay, we can do that. Uh, senseis Put some respect on the name. Senseis dude. would not want us to draft. That's exactly true. because it's not about draft. It's not about beating other people. It's about finding your center. You know, and we're all we gonna have we're, all gonna, find, we're all gonna find our centers of our top fives and go from there. That's what's gonna happen. Uh, we'll let Kyle choose first. So, Kyle, uh, Kyle, you only well, get one choice. Who do you want your pick to be? Well, it's going to be a tie. I'm going to go with Ra's al Ghul from Batman Begins. It's a four-way tie. Oh, okay. So, Kyle chose Batman Begins, Ra's al Ghul. Okay, so that's tie. Kyle's one choice. Between Ducard, Qui-Gon, <laughs> Obi-Wan, and Yoda. This actually, this is Kyle's category. I don't know. It really know. is. He should have showed up. I don't know why he wasn't here. Kyle it. would be a Qui- Qui-Gon guy. Yeah, Qui- Kyle could. Qui- what I said. Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon and, uh, late, Qui-Gon and lightsaber with the big stick. That's what he says. Oh, my God. With his lightsaber, too. Uh, our top five senseis. Mm-hmm. Alex, you're starting us off. Who's your number five? I'm going to go with Morpheus, man. Morpheus from The Matrix. I just, there's that scene where he's walking with Neo through the mid. That's like one of my favorite scenes ever. Yeah. Where he's like, where he's the Matrix the is a system. It's yeah. a system, Neo. You know, like, that system is your enemy. Like, if you know, I could watch kind of five thing. minutes of cinema forever for the rest of my life, that would be on the short list. Of Maybe Neo taking a pill? The long list. Yeah. But it's pretty good. It's good. It's pretty good. And Lawrence Fishburne is somebody you want to take direction from. Right. He's somebody you inherently trust to give you good direction. Mm-hmm. And I I totally agree. That's a great number five. He's not on my list, but I... I uh, Honorable Mensch. I, I'm giving you a, a, a small bow. A small bow in your direction, I think. Uh, good, I know good choice. Fu. Really? <laughs> Show me. Yes. And wears glasses like nobody's business. Man, uh, he, the, he was the only one who could pull off those circular circular sunglasses. Some of the only Him and John Lennon. On the bridge and, of his nose. And yes. uh, the only other guy who wears tiny glasses as good as him, Batista. Batista oh, wears yeah. tiny glasses pretty well. Saperson, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And, yes. In, uh, and Knock at the Cabin. Watch that, by the way. It was all right. You did? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it's fine. Pretty predictable, but all right. Well, yeah. What are you going to do? It's an adaptation. What are you going to do? Um, Number five, Nick. Two words. Mm. Carpe diem. Wow. <laughs> so you're picking Robin early. I'm going Robin early. Okay. I'm going to go him number five because I don't think he's quite a sensei. I think he's more of a teacher, I mean, which technically I know people say it is It is uh, interchangeable. But in the sense of a sensei teaching how to fight, I think that he taught them how to how to live in a different way fight with your mind fight with your mind fight with your words you know mm. i felt bad putting him any higher up the list yeah but same. i thought that he deserved to be on the list because mm-hmm. i think that he is in a different sense a uh, a sensei that they would refer to him as sensei in the poetic sense so i think that makes sense fair sensei yeah and uh Unbelievable performance changed everybody's lives. That's all that movie. <laughs> yeah, no, fair. Um, I'm well, gonna captain, go, my captain. Yes, I'm gonna go. Um, same, same road, different role. Uh, that's gonna be 
Robin Williams as Sean McGuire in Google Hunting. Oh, yeah. wow, two 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 Robins. Yeah, in five incre- incredible same, uh, advisory same sort of role. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Advise, advisor. Yeah, he he'd help loose loose definitions of sensei for these number fives. I mean, he emotionally trained uh, Will to to cope with reality and cope with his skills versus his trauma. Yeah, it was um, awe inspiring. He deserved the Oscar. Uh, yeah, Sean McGuire. He was the he was the Fisher King. He was fishing for the Fisher King. Okay. Goodwill Hunting. Uh, Alex, what's your four? I gotta go Splinter, man. Splinter. I- iconic. A rat. Uh, animatronic Splinter or animated Splinter? Yeah, which rat do you want? <laughs> oh, animatronic. 100%. Yeah, there you go. There's a fucking rat in my building. <laughs> uh, I love it. What do you love about Splinter? What's your favorite thing about Splinter? Um... <laughs> I don't know. I just, to me, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are just like, I remember being the first thing I was really, like, I remember like three, four years old was really into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So Splinter's just got a special place in my heart. So he was kind of like a maternal, uh, paternal figure for me, man. You know, like as a little kid. He was some of the first senseis that we came across in the, in the age that we lived in. And uh, we are it's, we are doing yeah. TMNT uh, later on in the year. Set oh, your clocks man. for it, everybody. Set your clocks. My number four. I got to go. I, much like Alex, I'm going to go to my first sensei that I've ever had. Looked up to him with, with my entire life. Uh, I never wanted to be like anybody just like him. I'm going Grandpa from the Three Ninjas. Yeah, that's fair. He taught them to hit the pressure points. He uh, He knew exactly what to do. Always had good advice, but still gave you a little bit of leash. To uh, he let Colt, he let Colt be a little wild. He would let Rocky, you know, fall in love, and he would let Tum Tum eat all the snacks. And but he would keep them all reined in at the end of the day. Right. And he knew that he he had the business, but he would still kick some fucking ass if he had to, and he did. He wouldn't stop till his kids were safe. Grandpa. Okay, Grandpa from Three Ninjas. My number. No respect for Grandpa. I understand. No, I, I like Grandpa. Um, he was going to be on my list, um, but I don't want to put him on there since you, since we're we're so close together. Fine. My number four, classic advisory role. Okay. Um, sad when he died. Okay. Not not uh doesn't I mean it sort of resonates nowadays because now um now the 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 student became the teacher for the latest iterations of this movie it's uh, Mick from Rocky oh okay yeah. great uh great advisory role this is this is what sh- uh uh Jimon should have been yeah uh, in the movie more more more, more ornery more uh yeah salty more hard nose. Is that what you like? So that's is that what you like in a sensei? Is that what you like? Uh, you like a no, har- but that's a hard, the trope. A harder spirit. Yeah, like he's he's obviously not part of Eastern wisdom, but he knows yeah. his shit. Yeah. He had he had he had good advice a lot of the time, uh, Mick. I think <laughs> he would probably be canceled nowadays. Like maybe maybe he doesn't have the most up to date opinions. I mean, he's the man of the seventies. So what do you expect? <laughs> yeah. But he still uh, inspired uh, this guy. He was surprisingly uh, nice to somebody with brain damage. That is Rocky. I'm a little tired. Uh, Alex, you're number three. Gotta go another classic, Mr. Miyagi, man. I, I I'm gonna jump right on your back. 
as a uh, as a fly on another fly, <laughs> uh, circumnavigating the uh, the the apple that we're landing on and eating. I I agree with you. Mr. Miyagi is my number three. As Can you well. tell we're nineties kid? Yeah, we are nineties kids. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think any list without Miyagi is pretty incomplete. Uh, he is the quote unquote sensei for for a generation and and lives as that. He has the there's some the he's the way that so Yoda talked the way Yoda talked before but Miyagi put it in a in a way that people would actually understand what he was saying and he and he's cre- not some weird little green rodent looking <laughs> dude yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was a he was a cute little Japanese guy I there's there's not yeah. a bad word you could say about Mr. Miyagi you say Mr. Miyagi and you are trusting every word that comes out of that guy's mouth I you everybody in their life wants a Mr. Miyagi mm-hmm. <laughs> like what's he actually really degraded himself by hanging out with such a bad Italian kid like like Danny uh what's what was his last name? Russo? Danny Russo. Yeah, so fuck that guy. Mr. Miyagi deserved better. He deserved a better pupil. Wax on, wax off. Also, fun fact, Steven knows this. From Fairfield, California. Yeah, uh, Pat Morita, same graduating class as my grandmother. Wow, shout out to Pat. School. Yeah. Steven, what's your number three? My number three, I'm going to get into it. Um, my number three is Master Tang from Kung Pao. <laughs> He's great. What a great oh. muse. He's one of the few masters that really carries the movie. So yep. you got you got that you got that right. And this being a sensei that was the number one. Mm-hmm. And then he <laughs> killed the dog. <laughs> Maybe Betty was number one in that movie. I don't know. It's close. He's up there. It's close. He's up there. It's good though. Uh, number three. Um, wait, no, we just did number three. Yeah, Sorry, that was your number three. Number two. <laughs> K. Jack's number two. This was tough. My one and two were tough. I just didn't know which one. But ultimately, I kind of just went with my gut. I'm gonna go uh, number two. I'm gonna go uh, double D, dude. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. It's fair. It's fair. I mean, he is he is the the muse beyond muse. Um, the one who advises on what to do, but never does it for himself. This is true. And even though he has all the power to do so. Yeah. Like a true good coach, like he just puts you in the position. He doesn't over micro. Even even let's like, yeah. Like, even spoiler alert dies because of it. Yeah, because of his yep. inactivity. Literally yeah. to prove a point. Literally to prove a point. <laughs> yeah. Which which Dumbledore did you guys prefer? Did you prefer the Richard Harris one or the second one? I can't remember his name. I like the second Gambon. Dumbledore. Michael Gambon. Better. Gambon. Um. Yeah. Uh, the the answer is none of the above because it's Jude Law. That's the Dumbledore you back. <laughs> If if Gandalf was more of a guy, I would choose uh, Ian McKellen. <laughs> right. Yeah. What's who's the other Gandalf? Nobody. Yeah. Exactly. I thought um, Richard Harris's version was just too. I mean, he was dying. Yeah, he was literally. Yeah, know, he was literally dying. <laughs> yeah. He had the he the energy matched more the book with the second guy. Yeah, right. To match opinion. more it, fabulous. It means much more to yeah. stand up to your friends. Ten points to Gryffindor. 
just got, and then you and then he died like, right there. He sounded like he was literally dying. On Shout yeah. out to Dumby. I'm a big Dumbledore guy. I love that he, uh, you know, was really into uh, Grindelwald, but who was also like. The sociopath? Codependent so. relationship with Grindelwald. Yeah, they, they could have figured that relationship out a little bit better. Sure uh, my number two, speaking of codependent relationship, Professor Xavier. Yeah. I'm choosing the sensei who is, a, who is a sensei to multiple people. Right. Uh, knew exactly what they needed to know, but never could make them do it. Yeah. He was in your head at all times, yep. literally. Literally. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Really understood where you came from, and I I appreciate him for that. And if there was one guy on this list besides Grandpa that I would want to teach me anything, it'd be probably be Professor yeah, X. Yeah, I feel like it's a mistake not mention not putting Grandpa on my list, but it it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, only Grandpa because you know he's chill, chill Grandpa. Makes he's me so have, chill. He's fun, but Professor X is the one who I'd want to train me to greatness. Man, yeah. just Grandpa beating the shit out of Mr. Snyder in the in the final oh scene. Oh my god, that Man. fucking ponytail bitch! What yeah. a piece of garbage! Handle him, handled him, <laughs> and he beat the fat guy. Yeah, <laughs> that was very cool. Wow, what a time to be alive! Yeah, maybe uh, we'll do a Three Ninjas kickback one of these days. Who knows? Probably not. <laughs> my <laughs> number two. Um, he can't be my number one because he doesn't deserve it, but he's, he's, um, iconic sensei, none the least. He's my number two. It is Rex Quando from Napoleon Dynamite. He literally says about your sensei in the, in the movie. He, um, he is enigmatic. He <laughs> solves, he solves everybody's problem at the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, he throws a football over the mountains. That's Rico. <laughs> he throws Rico over the mountains with his powerful, uh, with his powerful pants. Yep. And it's Dietrich Bader. Come on, it's it's a great it's a great role, and oh, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, a very yeah. much a heat check moment for Napoleon Dynamite, and it it was a great success. Rex Quando, my number two. Never a guy like him in any movie, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, and I think we can all agree on what our number one is. I think we should all share the number one. I yeah. think there's no other sensei. I mean, he's the quintessential cinematic uh, sensei. Um, if not Master Shifu, it is the one and only Yoda. Yoda. From Star Wars. Uh, Alex, you start. What's what's your Yoda thing? Why do you like Yoda? Why do you think he's the he should be the num- number one overall pick? Had we done a draft, there's no question Yoda is the number one overall pick. Uh, <clears throat> similar to like Splinter. Yeah. I was, it was kind of like my first exposure to like Zen, like Tao principles, like, cause Yoda's very like Zen and Tao, and like kind of like the whole Jedi thing in general right. kind of derives from that. All, so, yeah, all based on Shintoism. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like, you know, I left a, that definitely left a mark on me watching that as a kid. So, Fair. you know. That's that's there's really no it's not like overly personal, but just yeah, Yoda's a very, very uh unique and important character in the history of storytelling. No question. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, he he spoke in riddles and he made less sense he made more sense with the lessons he made. Exactly. He and said more by yeah, saying less. That, that, yes. That. And mm-hmm. uh and he was funny. He was a, he's a, he's he was a, he was a easygoing guy, which too which was good too. <laughs> weird old puppet. <laughs> yeah. Weird weird living yeah. and we're Muppet heads over here, so Big we got Muppet we have no choice. No yeah, choice Jim but Hansen, to, right? Did the puppet, right? Yeah, no choice but to stand, no choice but to stand. Absolutely. Uh I think we'll skip the game. We talked about it. Same yeah. title, different movie. It's the tennis movie. Yeah, we talked about the tennis movie. <laughs> Where he becomes a high lie expert. Yeah. 
Final well, thoughts. Final thoughts. Better than the big green. Steven. Definitely not. Definitely not. No. Alex. No. no. Oh, I'll, no. I'll agree with that. Uh, re-rate it. I'm going to say 20. Perfect. No. Perfect no. 20. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is getting 10 for the amount of fingers. Imperfect 10. That's it. Imperfect yeah. 10. What's your blurb? Uh, oh, nice. We did the same one. My yeah. blurb is never blackout, never surrender. <laughs> Uh, well, that's just advice. I think you were watching Galaxy Quest. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, my blurb. Forget the punch. Drink the Kool-Aid so you don't have to witness this schlock. It is all over. <laughs> that's, that's You finally dipped into the MMA bag. I did, finally. Uh, Alex, what's your blurb? Uh, useless junk. Yeah. Useless junk. Fair. Fair enough. Uh, real recommendations. Nick, what do you got? Real recommendations. In the uh, theme of this episode, Physical 100. The mm. Korean show on Netflix. It's like Squid Game, but it's not. Yes. Yeah. It is fucking good. Mm. Everybody fucking watch it. Wow. I've seen it twice. Is it like Ultimate Beastmaster? No, it's better than that. Better than Beastmaster? Yeah. Okay. okay. Mostly because it's Korean people who are much more humble. It, it, this show as an American show is like the challenge and Got not it. good. Got it. This show as a Korean show is fantastic. Interesting. Uh, you can watch either version, dubbed or subtitled. Both excellent. Dubbed funnier, subtitled resonates. <laughs> okay. Uh, Alex, you got a real recommendation? Yeah. I'm going to recommend the show Claws. Claws. Uh, Santee. Yeah, it just ended, but. TNT. Who was. I think Be Real, of all people, was talking about it on a podcast. And the way he was talking about me, it's like, ah, oh, that sounds actually really good. Because it's basically about nail salon that um, launders money, launders money yeah. for this for this pill mill in Florida. Interesting. And it's uh, it's kind of like Florida it's like project. a milder Breaking Bad. Yeah, I, I I get it. I get it. I get it. It's a TNT show. Yeah, yeah we're, uh, we're, we're Dean Norris is Britain in it. On. We're paying your nails. <laughs> From Breaking Bad. Yeah, so. It's a solid show. It's got what's a what's her name from Reno Nine One One? Nisi Nash. She's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, Nisi yeah she's fantastic. Shout out to, shout the whole cast Nisi. is great. Yeah, I hear the cast um, is pretty and good. Then, yeah, it's it's a solid, solid like for being like a TNT show. You know, because you're just saying, okay, right. TNT. Like, right. how good could this show be? This might be the best show they've ever made. Interesting. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Even I more than the librarians. It's. it's <laughs> Steven, what's your uh, Steven, what's your or real record? Leverage echo? starring Timothy Dutton? Yeah. Um, the Librarian. It's, a show oh, it's not I, The Closer. I think The Closer. The librarian is a show that I will just never understand. Yeah. Um, my real recommendation, Wrath of Man. Oh. The Guy Ritchie caught up with heist it. romp. Uh, not a Guy Ritchie romp. It's more of a straight-laced, uh, action-packed heist movie. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Decent. Qualified, I think that was uh, on my shortlist for Drunk Movie of the Year last year. Drunk Movie of the Year last year? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah finally got into it. I didn't think it was that highly rated, and then I re-saw that it was on Amazon Prime and checked it out again. I was like, oh, this is uh, this has got a decent rating. Yeah. And it deserved it. Yeah. Yeah, good movie. He's he's just back in the comfort zone, so you got to respect I think so. it. Yeah. Uh, but it's not like a typical Guy Ritchie movie. Like, yeah, his, be- his like, it's not shiny. It's not as twisty or anything. It no. Just, it's just like a... But you saw moments of Guy Ritchie, like the whole group, the whole group dialogue. Um, he's always good at talking in groups. 
Like yeah. he's not good with one-on-one uh, conversations, but like with ex- like six guys talking to like each ex- other, no exposition, di- like <laughs> exposition dialogue, but the riffs, riffs yeah, the riffs yes. between the groups is good. Absolutely, um, but yeah, good movie, um, good twists. So overall, fun ride. Cool. Uh, yeah. So there's that. New one just came out, so maybe we'll check that out. Yeah. What's the new one? I don't even know. Uh, Wrath of Op- Men. Operation, Operation. Something. It's like a military Royce. movie. Operation yeah. Royale. The one that has the Covenant. Been- the one that's been in uh, like distribution hell for the last couple of years, or last year, it's it's it was supposed to be released last year. Operation it? Fortune, Ruse de yeah, Guerre, just got just got released, and then his next one's going to come out uh, within this year as well. Spy action comedy, so, so that's let's, more uh, of this, uh, wheelhouse. Let's uh, maybe we'll do a Guy Ritchie movie this year. Speaking of punch drunk love, he's trying got to do all some those, uh, revolver. He's got all of those in his bag. S- some swept away. There's some. some worse. Uh, some of that yeah, other yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. We'll find one. Uh, Even's got T T minus three days left as a as a free man. There we go. Maybe we should just review Dead Man Walking, even though that's an Oscar <laughs> Dead movie. Man Walking. As we always say, thank you, Alex. <laughs> no, we never say that. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> yeah, you never say for that. For joining the podcast, <laughs> as always. Uh, thank you, Stephen. Uh, congratulations on your marriage. You'll be a married man on the next episode. We do. And as we always say, keep it real. Stay rotten. Stay rotten out there, everybody. Some films are ripe, some films are rotten. We like our potatoes are rotten. You ought to film, but you can't even. But here comes Nick and Steve, and they break it down, they turn it out. And when it was oh you on the show, I want my money back. That was real rotten. Real fucking rotten. What? Oh. <laughs> oh.